Commons, Hurstbourne Lane, Crestwood, and LaGrange. It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to a Tuesday. Welcome back. Well, you know who didn't make it to a Tuesday? Aaron Rodgers. Too soon. Too soon. Welcome Too to the soon. show. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. That other voice you heard was Justin Kalen, a.k.a. Scooter Dingus. How's your weekend, Scoots? Oh, it was busy. I was. I unfortunately had one of those weekends where I had to work all weekend. So not, not a lot of time for play, not a lot of time to watch football. Um, so I've had better weekends, but and it's okay. And five and eleven on your picks. Five and eleven on my yes. NFL spread picks. Woo. Yeah, yes. uh, you know the six pack seven and five now after two weeks. Wow, it's pretty good. That makes you what three and three this week? Yes. Okay. Tony, oh boy, should have been four and four and two. Texas Tech gives up a pick six in the last minute to not cover. Oregon picks it off. I'm yelling, just fall down. They couldn't do it. I was on Oregon, so I was happy. Um. Tony and Big Al the Fish, 3-2 in their uh, NFL locks. So you're the only loser this weekend. Man. And I said they were going to go 1-4. and four. I guess Yikes. technically I'm a loser. 3-3, three and three, you lose the juice. There's, uh, you know, So technically I'm a loser too. It is Tuesday, September 12th. Welcome to the show. Already in progre- progress. Eminem Courage Hotline's open, 384-1450, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. That's how you text the show, 414-1450, and visit Thornton's. Right now, get out of your car, dodge the raindrops. It's only 12 feet from your car to the door. Go in there, get you a fountain drink, 32 ounces or smaller, only 89 cents. So, um... Come in today, grab a fountain drink from Thornton's, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Well, we loved him on Hard Knocks. I was pulling for this guy to have a great year, and Aaron Rodgers had got four plays in Mm. before he tore, and it's official now, although we knew last night, he tore his left Achilles tendon. Uh, are the Jets' dreams over? Well, they won the game last night. This just in. Zach Wilson, he can hand it off. The defense is still really good. Garrett Wilson's an all-pro type receiver. But, you know, you're in the division with the Bills, who you just beat. By the way, when is when is Buffalo going to turn on Josh Allen? No, they won't. He's got 84 turnovers since he came into the league. That's the most of any player in that time span. How about that? I mean, that's not ideal, but I think what that's he's— That's not ideal. I, I think what he's done on the contrary far outweighs what he's done on the negative, you know? Baker Mayfield doesn't have that many. Jameis Winston doesn't have that many. Yeah, but those guys haven't started every game. Is it because the Bills, we want them to win and we, so we don't get on Josh Allen? What if the Bills won? What if they won? Nothing. So, look, four last night, three interceptions, and then that inexplicable double fumble where he fumbled it, picked it up, fumbled it again, that led to the field goal that gave the Jets a 
short-lived lead late in the fourth quarter. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I've never seen. Did you watch the game, Scooter? At least the first part of the game. I watched the first half, yeah. I've never seen a more electric atmosphere turn into gloom and doom that quickly. Right. Rodgers with the flag on September 11th, running out of the tunnel through all of his teammates, carrying the American flag. Uh, The place was dark. Everybody had a wristband that lit up. That wasn't everybody's phone, by the way. Everybody had a lit up wristband. It was magical. Mm -hmm. And then four plays later, the air was sucked out of the building. And look, he, he had four plays. One was a running play. Brees Hall went 20 yards. He looked good, by the way. The other three were pass plays, and he was pressured on all three. We watched Hard Knocks. They didn't talk a lot about it, but there was obviously issues. There were obviously issues with the offensive line. Even up till the last episode, the second to last episode, the last preseason game, they had trouble. Are they going to be able to protect Aaron Rodgers? And the answer obviously was, in a, in a stunning way last night, no, they were not. The Manning cast was great. Did you watch the Manning cast or did you watch nah, uh, the regular cast? Regular, yeah. By the way, is, is ESPN back on Spectrum now? Do you know? I don't. I, the last report I saw was no. I think Disney made a deal yesterday. Okay, well, then maybe it is now. I saw a report this morning that said the Coco Golf match – on Saturday was one of the highest rated events that ESPN has yeah. done in quite some time, and that was without Spectrum. So, yeah, maybe a deal was done yesterday. Well, Texas, Alabama, 8.8 million viewers. It peaked at one point in the game at 10.7. That's the most watched regular season college football game on ESPN since 2015. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, But – I don't know if they made an agreement or not. I don't even know why I asked that question. Other than to say the Manning cast was great. Ryan Fitzpatrick was on there. Magical. John McEnroe was on there. Very funny. Just in- just good stuff. Indiana Larry text in says, yes, ESPN's back. Miller Texas said, also, they are back. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad you got to see the game, even though it was on ABC also. You could have watched it in a, a, a few different places. I love the Manning cast. Peyton and Eli... The commercial for it where they had somebody trying out to be the host was great. Um, And, look, Peyton went, holy cow. He knew when Aaron Rodgers went down. He was dumbfounded. Dumbfounded. Um, By the way, the Jets have four more primetime games this season. Mm. Plus. Won't be that many. Plus, day after Thanksgiving at 3 o'clock. They've got a Monday night football game. They got a Sunday night game. They got a Thursday night game. I think they got two Monday night games. Um, this is what happens. If you remember in the NBA last season, the New Orleans Pelicans had a host of national TV games. Christmas Day, uh, the Tuesday nights where there's only two games, they were always one of them. Or not always one of them, but they had a whole lot of national TV games, and then Zion Williamson got hurt in the preseason. And the networks went, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to do? Same thing here. The networks are going, ooh, the Zach Wilson era restarts. No Aaron Rodgers. 
Jets 22, Bill 16 in overtime. And our one of our favorites from Hard Knocks, Xavier Gibson. Yeah, buddy. The punt return, 70 yards or so, uh, almost untouched. Uh, the, the official in the booth wanting to say a leg whip or a tripping penalty should have been called. That was That's ridiculous. A uh, Jets blocker went to block a guy. He dove over top of him, which and then fell over the blocker's legs. That's not tripping. Um, Zach Wilson, fourteen of twenty-one, one hundred forty yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Brees Hall carried ten times for one twenty-seven. I'd say his knee is healthy. They also got contributions from Dalvin Cook as well. So. Do you want to? Get, by the way, I had the Jets in a parlay last night, money line. What a guy! I was I threw it away and had to go to the trash and get it after the game. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as Aaron Rodgers went down, I was like, "Come on!" Bills were favored by two and a half before he got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh Allen, awful. Twenty nine of forty one. All right. Right. You're okay with that? Yeah. Two thirty six, a touchdown, three interceptions, and a lost fumble. Not okay with that. No. And now, you know who's favored to win the NFC, the uh, AFC East now, today, on DraftKings? Uh, Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Yeah. And the Bills are still second. The Jets are third. Boy, the poor Patriots, they can't get a break. Aaron Rodgers is lost for the season. They're still picked fourth in the, uh, in the division. They still have Mac Jones. Mac Jones looked good. He in did. The, in the last three quarters of that game. He did. Jets go to Dallas next week. Whew. That Dallas defense Sunday night was unbelievable. Dallas won't make them look as silly as they did the Giants. Well, nobody will. No. Nobody's going to look as bad as the Giants looked in that first 15 minutes on Sunday night. A bar in Wisconsin, and I don't think it was Green Bay, but in Wisconsin, had a promotion going this year. Milwaukee, right? It might have been Milwaukee. Yeah, Probably it was, was Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Had a promotion going. Come get there before the game starts. Anytime the Jets and the Packers aren't playing at the same time, you can come to the bar and watch the Jets game. And if they lose, if they lose, the bar pays your tab. You don't have to pay for your drinks. Mm. Big crowd last night. No doubt. Aaron Rodgers goes down early. Big tabs last night. And everybody starts getting the expensive stuff. Uh, no, I don't want Jack and Coke anymore. Give me Woodford and water. I'll take uh, a bottle of your best champagne, please. And now the tab comes. Uh-oh. Ruh-roh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, so, was like, I was expecting this 450 to be taken care of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did I really get all of this? Yes, you did. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, you thought the Bills were going to win the game. And you could see... The stunned look in the patrons' eyes. There are a couple of videos out there <laughs> when Xavier Gibson ran the punt back for the touchdown. <laughs> it was great. Uh, but you know what the Jets are, Scooter? They're one and zero. Yeah. I mean, you can say all you want. They're one and zero. You know who lost this weekend? The Chiefs lost. The Bills lost. The Bengals lost. Steelers. Top three. Well, <laughs> top three teams. Preseason predictions to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC, all lost. And it's overreaction Monday yesterday. I guess we could continue the overreaction day. Look, the Bengals aren't going to continue to be that bad. No. Joe Burrow's going to get it together. 
The Bills are going to win a lot of games. Josh Allen, as bad as he's been, he's not going to turn it over four times most of the time. And, by the way, they're not going to be playing against that really good Jets defense all year long. And Kansas City's going to be Kansas City. Chris Jones, by the way, he signed. He's back. Mm -hmm. One-year incentive-laden contract. He can make like $19 million in incentives. Um, he's back. He will play Sunday against Jacksonville, in Jacksonville. Uh, the Chiefs are going to – Travis Kelsey will be back at some point. Chiefs are going to be the Chiefs. But all three, I find it hilarious, lost in week one. And I say this, why do I say it's overreaction Monday? Uh, last year, week one, you know who beat the 49ers? I don't. Chicago Bears. Oh. Yeah. Chicago Bears beat the San Francisco 49ers in week one last year. They might have had more wins on week one last year than they'll get all year this year. Week one Oof. overreaction is a real thing, and that's where we sit today. That's where we sit because, oh, my God, my team lost. Now, there are overreactions that are legit. And right now, the number one legit overreaction is my New York Jets are not going to the playoffs. That's legit. And it's legit because Aaron Rodgers is out till next year. Here's the question. Does he, is he going to want to play again? Because he said last week, I can see myself playing just like Tom did till I'm 45. Mm -hmm. He's 39. He'll be 40 later this year. Surgery will probably be this week. This is not like an ACL where you have to wait for the swelling to go down to do the surgery. They'll, they'll do the surgery this week. One-year process, which, you know, he got hurt in week one here. He'll probably be, if not ready to go, on the verge of being ready to go in the opener next year. Mm -hmm. He'll be throwing by the spring. And they'll just have, you know, as long as he attacks the rehab and does what he's supposed to and the doctor's you know, put him through the, the rigors of, of a, what is probably going to be a grueling rehab for a 40-year-old, he'll be back. He'll be back next year. I like to think so. Um, where do the Jets go from here? Well, do they stick with Zach Wilson and say, we're going to run the ball with Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook, we're going to throw short passes to our tight ends and to Garrett Wilson and to Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, and we're going to let our defense – do what it did last year and what it actually continued to do last night. It was real, three interceptions by the same dude. By the way, he, I don't know that guy's name, but he hit one of his incentives in his contract. He got a $250,000 bonus already in week one because he got three interceptions. To answer your question, yes, you absolutely stick with Zach Wilson. And I, I understand there's a faction of people that think that that guy absolutely stinks, which yes, I, do. I, kind of fall into that camp, but the truth of the matter is the guy's been around the program or the franchise for a long time now, what, two, three years? This is third year, I want to say. Year. So he's a guy who knows the offense, who knows what the coaches expect out of him. He knows where a, a lot of his guys are going to be offensively. Yeah, I don't I don't think you make the change. And it's not ideal. I mean, I, I okay. would much rather have Aaron Rodgers over well, Zach sure. Wilson. All right, here's what I noticed last night. Mm -hmm. After the Josh Allen fumble in a tie game, they did not let Zach Wilson throw the football. Run, 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 field goal. 
Was that because of their products in the backfield, or was that because of Zach Wilson? That was because of Zach Wilson. Because I promise you, most quarterbacks, they're going to they're gonna try to score a touchdown there because they know Buffalo will probably, in a two-minute offense, get down and kick a field goal, which is exactly what they did. So if you're any other team, if you're any team, you want a touchdown there. Everybody wants a touchdown. Yeah. But they did not put the game in the hands of Zach Wilson. They gave it to Hall. They gave it to Cook. They actually gave one to Michael Taylor. They kicked the field goal. Michael Carter. Michael Carter. They kicked the field goal. Bills go down and kick a field goal, and now it's anybody's game. And it takes a punt return to win the game. But I go back to this. There's a lot. There are 16 other teams in that league right now that wish they were 1-0. You know who this whole thing reminds me of is the Lions, right? You, you've got Jared Goff, who he's admittedly been on a downcline the last few years, but now he, he seems like he's coming back up. But Jared Goff doesn't have to do a whole lot because of the pieces that the Lions have around him. And I feel like the Jets are in a similar boat, whereas Zach Wilson doesn't have to be special. He just has to make the simple plays to get his offensive guys in position, you know? But you're going to see the same thing now with the Jets that you saw last year. They are going to lose or win games 13 to 10. Yeah. 16 to 13. I don't doubt that at all. Yeah. 10 to 7. Uh, and and the, the entire reason they go get Aaron Rodgers is to start winning games, you know, 31 to 14. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen anymore. It's not going to be that way. And maybe they get to 10 and 7, and maybe they get to the playoffs. But there is now the, the ceiling went way down oh, yeah. last night. It just went way. And again, even though they won the game and it was very exciting at the end, Jets fans were walking out of that stadium like they lost. They were walking out of that stadium like they lost. Well, probably because half of them had bet on Jets to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> How about Tom Brady coming back, huh? Bring back Tommy. Put him in a jet uniform. Oh, that'd be great. Never gonna happen. That'd be great. Did you see him Sunday uh-uh. in New England? He was he rang the bell and he was honored. They waved the uh Robert Kraft waved the five year waiting period, put him in the Patriots Hall of Fame. He looks like he weighs 140 pounds. Oh yeah, I did see that. He, he's he skinny. was skinny, yeah. He he he's not ready to play anymore. He's done, okay? Yeah. So Jets fans, take that off your plate. Do you trade for somebody? I would call Houston and see if Davis Mills is available. That would be my first call. Really? I'd yes. rather have Zach Wilson than Davis I Mills. I would call Davis Mills won games with a bad team in Houston. Yeah, but Davis Mills doesn't know that team, and whereas Dave, Zach Wilson Davis does. Davis Mills is not going to play in Houston as long as C.J. Stroud is there. No. So I agree with that. kick the tires. You might be able to get him for a fourth, fifth-round draft pick. Out of everybody in the league, well, you could have named. No. You, you hit me with Davis Mills. Yeah, they, who you want? Not Davis Mills. Who do you want? Colt McCoy. He's out of the game right I'd now. I'd much rather have Colt McCoy. How about than Carson Davis Wentz? Mills. He's out of the game. Sure, right now. Carson Wentz Carson will do Wentz. fine. Yeah, give me Davis Mills. <laughs> That's or Zach Wilson. You're right. Or Zach. Wilson. Zach, I'd rather have Zach Wilson than Davis Mills. All right, let's take a break. Um, Reds were off yesterday. Thank God. In Detroit today. Wow. We lost a legend in the state of Kentucky uh, today. Mel Tucker news and Indiana-Louisville football. Yikes. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.
presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in the studio. Ow! Oh, my Achilles. Too soon? Jesus, John. Yeah. Look, I Give like Aaron Rodgers. Give it a I like rest. it. Eminem Cartage hotline's open. 502-384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well. 502-414-1450. I want to say RIP uh, to Roy Kidd, the legendary, and I mean legendary, head coach. Uh, Eastern Kentucky passed away. Uh, he's a college football hall of fame member. He was 91 today, or he was 91 when he passed away today. Quarterback for the Colonels from 50 to 53 head coach scooter, 1964 through 2002. Sheesh. That's a run. That's a run. Um, he's a Corbin native, 314 career victories, second most in 1AA slash FCF's history. Colonels won the Division 1AA football championship in 79 and 82. They also were runners-up in 80 and 81. So a four-year stretch there where the Eastern Kentucky Colonels were in the national championship game every year. Uh, He was in hospice. He uh, apparently was listening to the UK-Eastern Kentucky game on Saturday. Now I wish EKU would have won at this point. Because that would have been a great great story, um, Roy Kidd. Let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline. Bring in our man Ed. How you doing, Ed? Good, John. How are you today? I'm good. Better than Aaron Rodgers right now, right? See? We can all make jokes. This is Scooter. unbelievable. We can all make jokes. I'm about to walk out. I, you know what, Ed? <laughs> I, I will be honest I, with I, you. I, I, no, no, wait a minute. I would rather have the torn ACL in his bank account than what I have here doing this show. So no, well, I, I'm I, not better than Aaron Rodgers right now. And no, and I and that was a that was a that was a poor shot by me. It was. At thirty nine and him coming to the Jets to play. I'm I'm sure there's a ton of Jets fans oh. that are and they haven't had a whole lot to cheer about in several, several years now. They were all standing Maybe on the bridge days. going back over to New York from New Jersey last I, night, ready to jump. I, yeah. I, I, could, I can understand that, but Hopefully they'll be okay and at least make the playoffs and whatnot. But I think there's a team that uh, uh, I think that possibly could get back to the Super Bowl be the Eagles. Do you like the Eagles? Did you make a? Uh, I didn't make a pick uh, this year, but I can do it right now. San Francisco and Kansas what about City. Scoots? Pretty simple. Uh, yeah, I mean, Does I'm Scoots I, like Philadelphia. I. I, I Here's the thing with me, Ed. I don't. Do you like Philadelphia? I, maybe after this weekend, I'll start believing in San Fran. But what it comes down to for me is, I don't believe in San Fran, so I don't really have a choice other Hello. than to believe in Philly. Oh, he does. He can't hear us. Can you hear me, Ed? I can hear you. I can't hear Scooter. Well, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Scooter, yeah. not missing anything. <laughs> Scooter doesn't believe in San Francisco, and I, he won't say it out loud. But he doesn't believe in Brock Purdy. No, that's the bottom line. Absolutely well, I not. do believe. I. I do believe in San Francisco. That would be my second choice. Boy, they're my pick. The AFC, they're my I, pick. Can't, I'm listen. not sure. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and that San Francisco defense, that's all I need. I don't need a – you know, yeah. I, I need Trent yeah. Dilfer at quarterback. I don't need Tom Brady at quarterback. I'll take Brock Purdy. I'm fine with it. Those would be the two teams that I would favor in the NFC. I mean, I know Dallas made a big splash this past weekend, but they're always, they're like their owner. They're kind of loud in what they do, and then all of a sudden you never hear from them yeah. again. Yeah, the rest of the and I, and Everybody I loves like Dallas. Dallas. Everybody loves, you either love them or hate them. 
they yeah, t- you they either love them or hate the them needle them. moves when they talk about the Dallas Cowboys. So, um, but how bad were the Cincinnati Bengals? Sunday? The Bengals were how awful. Bad were they? Uh, Joe Burrow showed some rust for sure. Uh, I think I do think the Browns' defense is really good on the front end with Miles Garrett. On the back end, uh, they got a couple of number one picks, including Denzel Ward. I think their defense is really good. And if Deshaun Watson doesn't turn the ball over, I think they're going to be a, a tough matchup for everybody every week. Well, the Bengals now are behind the eight ball already because they've got they do have a they, home game, and that's against the uh, yeah they Ravens. Got, they got and, the uh, Ravens this weekend. You don't want to start off zero and two. I know I'm overreacting, but you don't want to start off zero and two, especially losing two divisional games here. So it's a big that's, game. For, that's, that's true. Big game for Cincinnati now, this week. The Steelers threw in kind of a dud. They stink. On, They're terrible. On Sunday. They're terrible. Kenny Pickett I'm might, sure might be the future, but he's terrible. not the present. Talk about overreaction Tuesday. Yeah, the Steelers terrible. are terrible. Deontay Johnson uh, got hurt. Um, so, I mean, they're in trouble. Let's talk about something possibly, possibly positive. Why? And uh, uh, that would be the Reds. Uh, now, I was going to say positive, but. They're two games back. They, they've got Arizona to contend, excuse me, contend with. San Francisco won last night. I don't know if there is much of a Miami loss, so I you can almost say goodbye to Miami. But Miami I got Miami got uh, destroyed last night. Arizona won, and San Francisco won in extra innings. And the Reds were one of the few uh, teams that were off last night, but they've got three in Detroit starting tonight. And then three in uh, City Field against the Mets. So you got to go. I'm going to say you got to go four and two. Anything better than that is icing on the cake. You can't go three and three or, or worse. Well, here's the question: Do they have enough pitching? I'm not sure they do. Um, you're going to have to outscore teams. And look, Detroit—they don't have great pitching. So you might no. get nine to eight, ten to eight in these three, next three games. The Mets, well, Verlander's gone. Scherzer's gone. So, I mean, I think you're going to be able to score some runs against these two teams if your, if your pitchers can just keep you in the game here. That's all. Yeah, and that's, that, 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 that's the question. I mean, their, their pitching staff, even the bullpen has a lot of innings. Even they put, if they try a bullpen game, which they did, uh, well, they've done a couple times. They did a couple times last week, yeah. Right, right. In, in one game, it was, it, was, it was pretty good. I forget the T.J. Anton started, went two innings, did well. But I will see. I, I really think that, uh, and I know it's only one game in a playoff that really doesn't mean a whole lot. But to do what they did early and to do, I mean, they, they, were, they were good for a long while and injuries have just, you know, and, and things have caught up with them a little bit. Uh, David Cruz, is, you know, they figured him out a little bit. Uh, McLean's on the DL. I know I'm making excuses. And Jonathan, all, India's been sure hurt be for a nice. while now. India's been hurt. Well, he's back. Well, he had been hurt, though, for quite a while. Right, right. He had been hurt. Votto, uh, you know, he was down here for a couple of rehab games. So, we'll see. I, I'm just really afraid that their pitching is just not going to be good enough. Even playing these uh, so-called mediocre to bad teams. What are they, lost two out of three to St. Louis? Yeah, Brandon they, Williamson uh, tonight I'm... against uh, Joey Wentz for Detroit. He's 7-11 and with a 665 ERA. Yeah. So get yeah, some run, get some runs against Detroit tonight early. 
And uh, the other, the left-hander that they brought up, uh, the, the rookie from Virginia, and then why his name escapes me, I don't know. Not McLean, uh would be... Uh, Left-hand hitter? Left-handed pitcher. Oh, I have no idea. He has he has load management problems. He has never pitched over 160 innings. You talking about Abbott? So they backed him off. Abbott. Oh, Abbott. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abbott. They backed him off a little bit. They've actually pushed to start another day down the road. So, he, And I noticed the last couple of times, uh, and you, you might say that uh, uh, the manager of the Reds is crazy, and my wife can't stand him, but... Uh, <laughs> He tries to he tries to shoehorn in a you know a guy here or there and I yeah. mean he does use his bullpen a lot but he does he's somehow team of the playoffs he's he's done a good job. If I'd have told you in April the Reds would be two games out of the wild card right now on September twelfth, you would have said, "Great, I'll take it." Yeah, exactly. So exactly. you got your two back well, with seventeen to play. That's where you're at. Yeah. You can't ask for a whole lot more. No, than that. you can't. Sure. Not in Cincinnati. You're, you're not in. You know, you're not the you're Dodgers. Right. You're not the look. The Padres, the Mets. They two of the highest three payrolls in baseball, and they're out of it. Don't forget the Yankees. So, and the Yankees. So, you, I mean, you can't ask for more than being. You're in the race here. That's, you're in the hunt. That, that's very true. Well, uh, uh, if the Louisville line stayed the same, I, I have to throw in a gambling tip question. <laughs> Uh, Ed, I'll have to look that up. I, I don't, uh, you know, I'm not an addicted gambler like some people, but Louisville is now a 10-point favorite over Indiana, uh, over under 52 in that game. Ed, let's say, let's talk to you about this real quick. Are you going to cancel next year's game? I think so. Uh, I talked yeah. to uh, Rick Bozich the other day. Would we, we, you know, we were at the Louisville game, yep. and he says that they, they're just – they're kind of like Kentucky. Well, they are like Kentucky. Is they have to win the first three games or those three early games, or they're not going to win. You know, many more. If they're be lucky to win four or five, even if they win the the first three games, it's just the the way the the program is right now. That was a three the, game series. Where they, that was supposed to be a three game series. This game Saturday is game one. They've already canceled the twenty twenty five game, and they're going to cancel the twenty twenty four game. Why? Because the Big Ten is sort of easing back now that it's going to be a 12-team playoff. Um, when it was a 14-team playoff, the Big Ten was telling all of these teams, hey, play the best teams you can play. Play Power 5 program teams. And, and Indiana next year, their three non-conference games were Florida International, Charlotte, and Louisville. Only one of those is a Power 5 school. Now the Big Ten right. is saying, well, since it's 12 teams, we're going to let you ease off that a little bit. And IU said, okay, we're going to bring in an FCS school and replace Louisville. They want those three yeah, wins. Yeah. That's just fact. I mean, I, I, I like it because Indiana is close. It's, it's not really a rivalry, although yeah. I'm sure they fight over some of the same kids to sure. come to Louisville. Uh, I wouldn't even mind, and I don't know if Brown would want to do this, I wouldn't mind seeing Louisville play Purdue. They played Illinois in the past. Yeah. Heck, I wouldn't mind seeing Louisville play Vanderbilt early in the year. Well, I, I don't care. This is an opportunity now for Louisville to go out, and I don't, you know, it's late. Everybody's schedule is already set for next season. But it's an opportunity for Louisville to go out and find somebody, another Power 5 school maybe. And, and Jeff Brown, when he at, at Purdue, he played 11 Power 5 schools. He would play nine Big Ten schools and two other Power 5 schools. He, they only had one non-Power 5 game when Jeff Brown was at Purdue. 
Uh, and that's, right, right. You know, he right. loves to play these games against teams that you mentioned there. Illinois, he'll play. He'll love to play Purdue. I'm sure Purdue played Louisville if you remember when Jeff was up there. So even I mean, it gives him an opportunity to go out and find somebody else to play. The problem is most teams already are scheduled for next year. That's that's you're you're exactly right. And don't get me wrong, if if Louisville goes eight and four or seven and five this year, these coaches of these other teams, like say even a Memphis or a Cincinnati or or God forbid a Houston or somebody like that or even Tulane, they're not going to come to Louisville and do a home and home. They'll probably say, well, we might come to we you can come to our place. We're not coming to yours. So, but Louisville's back to square one. I'd love a home and home with Memphis if I'm if I'm Louisville. Absolutely, absolutely. Give me a home and home and home with Memphis. I think it'd be great. And I'm not, I'm not opposed to a home and home with Ohio State. Although I don't think they want to play. No, 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 no. Whoa, land the plane there, Ed. I don't think we want the Buckeyes <laughs> coming to town. Well, I, you know, it's, you got it's Notre Dame really this good. year. You're probably going to have Clemson next year. We're okay. We don't need Ohio State. Well, okay, be but fun. I, I, I like seeing. Uh, and I, and this is not anything against Murray or Eastern or Western or you know Western comes as close to being a, a you know a pretty good Division One school in the state. Yeah, uh, they got Ohio State but, this week, by the way. You know what? What you know? And I know Cardinal fans. They love Louisville running fifty six points on on Murray. But what good does that do you? I was bored to death. I know you were. You were sitting right next to me. Louisville, Louisville looked. Uh, I mean, they looked sharp. Yes, they the did. The fans were into it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I know, I know what they're going to say. Well, you know, and he goes back. Well, we have to have one easy game on this because you only had twelve. All right. Before I let you go, games. before I let you go, I got to take a break. But uh, Roy Kidd, what are your remembrances of Roy Kidd? Uh, great person, great coach. Uh, he was Eastern Kentucky. He is or was. Or he was EKU football, uh, great like uh, a gentleman. Uh, the Western Eastern rivalry was outstanding, uh, he, and at one time, I thought a couple of times he might slip in and get the Kentucky job, but they just kind of, especially when Jerry Claiborne, it was might have been hit down to him and Jerry Claiborne to be the Kentucky coach. Yeah, just didn't happen. And Roy, you know, he just stayed over there at Eastern, and he's a Hall of Famer and. If you tell me that he can't coach in the SEC, you're crazy because he was an excellent coach, good person, and he recruited well. That's the thing. Going to Eastern to Richmond, you, you talk about a tough recruit. He, but once they got going and got good, they were in same with Western. Roy Kidd Roy. coached 40, 40 future NFL players at EKU. Yeah. yeah. At EKU, so think me, about that. That tells me he had an eye for talent. Absolutely. Thank you, buddy. Absolutely. Hey, am I coming in this week? If you want to, Friday's available. Okay, well, we'll get back with you on that. All right, man. Thank you, Ed. I appreciate the call, as always. Later. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, the Ed Show will continue after this. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. Now open weekends. <laughs> Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment on this Tuesday. Big shows 
this week. Rick Bozich will join me tomorrow. Wow. We will break down. Wow. We will uh, break down the uh, pennant race. We'll talk Louisville versus Indiana football. Whether or not this is a uh, bad move by IU to cancel the series after this uh, game on Saturday. By the way, they have to play, pay Louisville $1 million, as Dr. Evil would say. $1 million. million. Um, that's a nice price to pay to get out of it, to actually eventually pay somebody else to come to Bloomington because they're going to have to pay an FCS team probably you know, $250,000, $300,000 to come be a sacrificial lamb in Bloomington. But it's a win. I like it. So has it gotten to the point where we can't beat Louisville? So No, I, I, it's Louisville. I truthfully, and I think Ed brought this up, I, I think it's honestly to the point where – the Big Ten is so tough at this point, and yes, week in and week that. out, you're just playing just the best of the best in the conference, especially being in that East Division. So, yeah, I mean, you need your three wins, or Indiana's never going to go to a When bowl. do UCLA and USC show up? Is that next Next season? year, I believe. So, yeah. yeah. You know, you got to play nine games. SEC still stuck at eight games. Yeah. And I'm surprised with the 12-team playoff that the commissioner, Greg Sankey, didn't sort of force his way into telling these schools – you're going to play nine conference games because they should. Everybody else does. Big 12 does. Uh, Pac-12 uh, Pac does, uh, at least while they last this year. <laughs> and the Big 10 does. You, yeah, you got to play nine. wonder if the Pac-2 will play nine. Uh, it'll be a home-and-home and home-and-home and home-and-home <laughs> home between Washington State and Oregon State, who, by the way, are both in the top 25 this week. Keep that in mind. Nobody wants these schools. They're both in the top 25. Stanford – can't beat a good high school team, but they're going to go to the – and Cal as well, and they're going to the ACC. Come on. What are we doing? Um, all right, Scooter. First of all, before I forget, bats in action tonight at Durham, 635 first pitch, 605 pregame. Join Nick Curran at 605 right here on the Big X as he brings you the first in a six-game set at Durham against Kevin Costner and Tim Robbins and the Durham Bulls. <laughs> They don't really play? Really? No. Oh. Um, I don't even want to talk about Mel Tucker, Michigan State football coach. No. He is in year. Okay, this is all I want to say about this. I don't know if he sexually harassed this woman over the phone like she claims, if he didn't like he claims, if it's a, sh a sham, which is what he called it. There's going to be a hearing, but it's not a court trial. He called it a sham. Here's my take, Okay. I think they Michigan State doesn't want to pay Mel Tucker the rest of his $95 million. I mean, Michigan State football, is it exciting right now? No. No. They signed him. He's in year two of a 10-year, $95 million contract. And by the way, you can talk to me about Rick Pitino and Bobby Petrino and hooker scandals and all kinds of things. What is going on at Michigan State? Remember Dr. Larry Nasser? Unfortunately. And now this with Mel Tucker? D'Antonio had a scandal as well, the former football coach. Look, my man Tom Izzo, he's clean. All right? He is, um, he's got a halo over his head. But, man, Michigan State. Whew. My feeling is, I, whether this is true or not, this is an excuse for the powers that be in East Lansing to get rid of this contract. Get rid of it. 
have a hearing, make him make it prove that he did something wrong, and now you fire him for cause and you don't have to pay the $95 million and you can go get somebody else. That's just what I think. If Michigan State had won the Big Ten title last year or was going to be in contention this year, this never comes out. This never comes out because the university would do whatever they had to do to sweep it under the rug. But because Michigan State is a is a middle-of-the-pack team in the Big Ten, they want to get rid of this contract. That's it. That's the way the world of big-time college athletics works, whether you want to believe that or not. It seems sleazy, which makes it make sense. It's unbelievably sleazy. All right, Scooter went 5-11 and 11 on, what are we calling this, Scooter's Sunday Selection? Scooter's, Scooter's Spread Selections. How about Scooter's Sunday spread selections? Well, Although that it's all the NFL. Doesn't games. make sense, yeah, because we do Thursday and Monday. All right, five and eleven. Who are your winners? Because it takes a lot longer for me to say who are your losers. Sure, I had uh, Baltimore minus ten. That was scary, but hit with ease. Wow, Jacksonville minus five. Yeah, and then Philadelphia minus four, which what? they won by five. Yes. Also Winner. had two teams that were getting points that also won outright. I'm going to say you had the Rams. The Rams were one of them. And I'm going to say getting points and one outright, Cleveland. Buccaneers. That was my other choice. Baker Mayfield, the third Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep. Uh, So there were my five wins. So you took the Bears? Not good. I did take the Bears. (laughs) Took the Giants? (laughs) Took the Giants. I took the Giants. You took the Giants, too. I can't say anything. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati? Yeah. Yep, pretty rough. Carolina? I did take Carolina. By the way, all three rookie quarterbacks got beat. That would have been an easy little parlay. Atlanta covered against Carolina. Baltimore covered against Houston. And Jacksonville covered against Indianapolis. You had two of them. Have to keep that in mind for next year. Uh, First-round rookie rookie quarterbacks who start their first game um, the year they got drafted are like 0-13. Sweet. In the last several years. Remind me the start of next NFL I'll season. I'll never remember that. <laughs> By the way, I wanted to bring something up with you. Did you see the drama in DraftKings land yesterday? No, let's go. Okay, so it was, it was 9-11 yesterday, right? Yes. So DraftKings came out with a parlay. They do all these like parlays. Oh, I, they, don't, I don't like this right off the bat. They, they put them together for the people. It, they're really, we were discussing them this morning as sucker bets. They really are sucker bets for people that don't, really don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so they put together a parlay. And it was for the Jets to win, no, the Mets to win, and the Yankees to win. On 9-11. But they titled the parlay Never Forget. And that's what had everybody all up in arms. That's a little insensitive. Okay. That's a li- you, you don't – look, we don't want to ever forget. Right. But you don't equate – you don't use that in a gambling uh, promotion. Different that's worlds. All. It's a, yeah, yeah, you can't do that. Okay. Uh, by the way, the Jets lost. The Jets won. The Mets, Mets lost. The Yankees got rained out. Yeah. God was mad. He rained out the Yankees, <laughs> Red Sox. He said, "What are you doing, draft game?" Well, so no, they they quickly pulled the bet down <laughs> and was, issued. Somebody got in somebody's ear on that one. They, they issued an apology, but that was kind of my thing this but morning. The, did when they we issued me a free two hundred dollars. That's what I want to know. When we discussed this morning, and when I saw this news yesterday, I just I didn't see the big deal about it. Really? But, yeah. I mean, I didn't uh, well, think it was. Well, you were 11 when that happened. Yeah, I mean, but it was a big part of my life. I mean, I, rem- I remember that whole day. Um, yeah. 
No, you can't do it. Okay. You can't use it for any promotions. That's all. I mean, Aaron Rodgers running out of the tunnel with a flag in New York is a little different than me trying to make money on the Mets, Jets, and Yankees. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's all. Ultimately, that's what we came to the conclusion of this morning is they're taking, they're trying to monetize a tragedy. Yes. Which you makes can't it, do that. which makes it look bad. You can't do that. <laughs> Yikes. Um, I'm trying not to laugh. I'm trying not to laugh because I can't believe they did it. <laughs> I can't believe they did it. Um, <laughs> I know this is not for our show. Great text though. Which is more this year? U of L basketball wins this season or Trevor's ACT score? <laughs> uh, basketball <sighs> wins this year. Wow. Um, I don't know. Did we get the results yet? Do we have the results? No, apparently it takes like two months. Trevor, uh, from the if you listen to the Mike Rutherford show, and even if you don't, you probably know Trevor, Kelsey, uh, producer extraordinaire, big part of the Mike Rutherford show. He produces all of our St. X games on Friday nights. Uh, we love Trevor here at the station. He took the ACT. Because he lost a bet. Saturday, right? Yeah. He is, how old is Trevor? 43. <laughs> <laughs> now, let, let me be extremely fair here. There is no way I want to take the ACT right now. I'm 59, and I do not think I would do very well. Well, and Trevor doesn't normally wake up till 2, 2.30 in the afternoon. And he so had to take it on a Saturday morning. At 8 a.m. Yeah. I saw the picture of him. It was at his old high school, right? <laughs> it at was. Wagner? Yeah. I saw a picture of him outside of uh, he took outside of Wagner. It didn't even look like his eyes were open. He uh, he peeled off after the test and just went around and explored the school. He said, <laughs> "How does he think he did? <laughs> Better than he actually did." Well, how do you know? We don't have a score yet. Because he well, so he was He's confident it. in yeah in he how was he, did. he was confident in what he had done, but it's yeah it's his confidence far outweighs what he actually is going to get. For more on this impending drama, tune in to the Mike Rutherford Show today, 3 to 6. Uh, right here on the Big X. All right, Indiana-Louisville football Saturday. By the way, great Saturday of football the next two weeks in this area. Because I love to be able to sit down and watch all four teams. I throw Western Kentucky in there, too. So this Saturday, you got Louisville and Indiana at noon on uh, Big Ten Network. Then at three or four o'clock, excuse me, it's Western Kentucky and Ohio State. You heard me right. On Fox, Scooter, the Hilltoppers are on Fox. How about that? They're they're uh, three and zero, oh, by the way, or uh, two and zero. Oh, excuse me, same as Ohio State. The Buckeyes are 28-point favorites in that game. Over, under, Scooch, you got it, or you want to guess? Uh, 52. 64. Ooh, doggy. They do, which means they do expect Western to put some points on the board. Mm-hmm. Western's going to throw it around the yard, man. They are going to throw it around. They are not bashful at all. And then Kentucky... Uh, plays Akron. I know that's not an exciting game on ESPNU seven thirty. So you got a whole day where you can sit there and watch watch your teams. The following week, now these got done yesterday. Um, 
Same thing, though. Kentucky-Vanderbilt is at noon on the SEC Network. Louisville-Boston College is at 3.30. And then uh, Indiana and Akron is a night game. Those are, those are the dreams for me because I can make my bets, sit in my chair, and not get out of my chair till midnight. Rick Bozich joins the show tomorrow. Tony Burke on Thursday. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. I heard it, I heard it.